Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday special. This is going to be episode 31. I had to think about that one for just a second, see where we were. We took last week off, so welcome back to our Sunday series. And this week, we've got our good friend Jordan back with us. Say hello, my buddy. Hey, it's good to be back. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Good to be back. Uh, <laughs> I have drug uh, Jordan into the wee, wee hours of the night, and uh, we won't keep you up too late. But we got to talk about some JRPGs, and it's been it's been a while, so we got a fun things to talk about. We're going to talk about the big news that broke yesterday with the reveal of Final Fantasy 16. But Jordan, you're also here to talk a little Legend of Heroes. Have you played these games? <laughs> I've played a little bit of those games, you could say. <laughs> we'll get in that and maybe a few other little things along the way, but I, I, you know, we weren't planning on talking about this until it popped up, but I just want to kind of get somebody else's opinion and see what you felt after the big reveal yesterday. Now, were you uh, as surprised as I was that they that they revealed this? I was really, I was really surprised, and then. Um, I found myself thinking, I think I saw this somebody's comment too, thinking, you know, why are they working on this or why are they putting this out when they need to finish up that Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two? <laughs> I guess they have multiple teams or whatever, I, I mean, I hope, but I mean, I was very surprised. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if it was us that we talked about last time that we thought, you know, Remake would come out and then 16 in a, in a few years at best, and... If the trailer's anything to go off of, it looks like they've been working on this thing for a little bit. It does. It actually looks pretty fleshed out, at least, at least in the video anyway. Yeah. They haven't commented publicly on how long they've been working on it. The only thing they said was it was a small team at first, and it's a full-fledged team now. And, of course, Square Enix is a giant company, so they can have multiple teams on multiple games. And this is a completely different team that's working on remakes, so it kind of makes sense. Um, but what were your kind of initial impressions when you now you just saw it, uh, today for the first time? So what what's kind of were your first things that stood out? Something about the feeling of it sort of made me feel like it was almost like give me a feeling of Final Fantasy Nine, something about it, but a little darker. Like something about maybe the more medieval themes of it i think i mean but just kind of a little bit obviously darker than final fantasy 9 that was kind of my general impression i mean it seemed um the combat i couldn't really tell uh, it was hard to tell sort of what was going on i did see some aerial combat in there i remember and i don't know if that's easier to control than in like remake was i don't know if they took the parts of the battle system of remake and tried to them better in there it was it was difficult to tell because i didn't see any meters or bars or anything you know you didn't see that in there i think yeah that was you know something i've seen pointed out since then is there there is no user interface it is purely just you know one and what we saw was basically one-on-one battles uh there was no team elements going on either um my first impression and i I talked about this on the podcast the other day was it it looks just like 14 and that makes sense because it's the same producer that was the director of 14 is working on it. And okay. uh, that was that was actually my first thought is I thought this was a PlayStation 5 version of Final Fantasy 14, but <laughs> it is not. And something I've learned about since then that that combat, did you feel like it was maybe more like uh, 15, a little more action based? Yeah, it looked a, a little bit like that, except... 
15, I don't know if it's going to be in 16, but all I remember in 15 is you could like just stop or slow down time. And then all of a sudden you'd be in the air and just shoot towards an enemy or something. And I don't, I didn't exactly see that, but something about it was looked still a little similar. Yeah. That was my first feel too, is it felt a lot like 15. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get the slowdown and the, and the pure warps that that oh, you know warps, yeah. yeah that that was now he was warping around you know it was definitely um but something i've learned since then is there another person working on this game is actually of from capcom and worked on the devil may cry series so that kind of shows the influence of that really fast battle system and it's it is it looks almost pure like an action a fast action rpg it looked very actiony i will say that. it did look very actiony yeah so, and then some, another people had kind of pointed out, you know, cause it does look like it's one-on-one. They said that when you go back and look at the first clips of, let's say 15, which was called 13 verses at the time or versus 13, it only showed Noctis as well, uh, fighting. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, of course the team got, got in there at a later point in time. So I'm really, really hoping that's the case. Like, if it is a, a one-on-one type of game, I don't know. That's going to be really weird for Final Fantasy. It'd be like the... Well, I don't want to spoil that. It'll be like a certain battle in the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I don't want to spoil that. <laughs> it, it, could, it could be like a certain battle like that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, There's a, a mobile game that's basically like that, if I recall. I, I forget which one Final Fantasy it is. And it's you only have one party member. So I hope that's certainly not the direction that they're going. And I don't think that it is. Um, but I, I guess I was left, I was happy that the, the art direction and the feel of it felt Final Fantasy. And you, you said Final Fantasy IX, which, my gosh, if they're anything like that, then I'll be really happy. Um, yeah, it did, have, it did have that feel. And even the music, if you notice, there were certain Final Fantasy themes that were either the same or they were just translate like they were in, went from like a major key to a minor key like they just they were sounded you got it from the original themes you know you could kind of sense some of those throughout the video yeah i was happy the music the art the feel i guess just the combat was was not really doing much for me you know i i felt like it was going to go action i didn't anticipate turn-based i mean we're not going back to that for a final fantasy i don't believe but if we're going action, I would much prefer FF7 remake as opposed to 15. I would too, but so you're you're telling me in the video seeing that uh, our good friend the Marlboro come out with the bad breath didn't excite you? <laughs> it was very exciting. That's that's the parts you know that and the summons you know that's the parts that's super exciting. But those were in 15 as well, and I still came away not loving that game. And I know we're not going to get remake quality of terms of fighting system because that team, none of those people are working on this game. It is a completely separate beast. And I, I I don't want to completely judge a game off of a four minute reveal trailer, but it's kind of hard not to in some ways. I mean, I I don't know if it would help for them to make the side quests kind of more um, meaningful. Like in 15, it's like, just felt like okay go collect these dog tags or whatever and then go <laughs> go out to the forest and collect 15 frogs and bring them back to me i'm like okay like it, this isn't helping at all this isn't helping your cause in, the, in this game 
Um, so I, I don't know. I hope they would make those things a little more meaningful. Like in Final Fantasy VII Remake, that angel of the slums or whatever, I thought that was a cool side quest. You know, it felt like it fit into the game pretty well. It did, yeah. I mean, there was a there was a handful of, of silly side quests in Remake, but... That's true. All right, that's true. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's kind of like you said, 15, it was almost exclusively like that. Um, (laughs) and it it just felt like they needed to stretch this game out to feel feel we knew what they were doing with FF7 that they were expanding upon Midgar and that was one way to do that Um, I don't know I mean I'm I'm very hopeful for this game but I don't love everything that I've seen so far I'm, I, I would say I'm I'm kind of mixed on it, but I mean, if it does go that Final Fantasy IX direction, of course, I'll be pretty excited. We can hope, and it's you know, no matter what, I'm going to get it the day it comes out. That's just <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I do. Uh, I do I'm not, too. you know, and I will take the good with the bad, and and we got a we got a ways. This game is not coming out next year. There, if you notice at the very beginning of the video, it actually said it's running on a PC emulating playstation 5 so right, yes, yeah. <laughs> i mean they're not even using the system to develop it on quite yet uh <laughs> remake you, you, part two is still coming out first part, so you think this will come out first i just want to get your opinion you no no i i still i still in my heart think that remake part two is coming out next and then they'll start pushing this because square enix is not you know whether it's kingdom hearts or it's a mainline final fantasy they're not going to put those things too close together they're certainly not coming out the same year so it'll have to be at least a year apart yeah that's probably true i'm just hoping i'm still a lot more excited for the part two remake of course i guess most people are i guess right i i don't i don't recall just from initial impressions on on twitter and facebook i don't see near the level of excitement over this as i've you know, as we do over a game that we've seen absolutely nothing of in remake part two, <laughs> but everybody knows what's coming with that one. You know, we know the next sections of the game. We anticipate what's going to happen, characters that are going to show up, places we're going to go. Are with... you sure? <laughs> to a certain extent, <laughs> there has to be some things, right? Um, but yeah, I just I, I wanted somebody else's opinions to bounce off of to see if you were kind of feeling that, and I, that's pretty much why I was expecting. And we'll just have to. I think it'll be a while. They already said it'd be twenty twenty one before we see anything more from this game, so it, it'll be a while before we even see the next trailer. I guess you're thinking it comes out like twenty twenty two then or something. Or that's what I'm pegging for remake part two. Um, I don't want I don't want it to be where sixteen comes out in twenty twenty two, and then we got to wait till twenty twenty three for the remake part two. That would be kind of upsetting. I, I'm thinking we get remake part two, 2022, and we get FF 16, like 2024. If I had to guess, they, these games just take forever to make. Yeah. I just feel like I'm already have. I still have trouble waiting. Like sometimes I'll think about, I'll just like randomly be daydreaming and think about, Oh, I can't believe I still have to wait so long for this game. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that, you know, this obviously, like we said, this game looks like it's further along than we would have anticipated. So maybe those things push up by a year. I mean, I would love to say we get Remake Part 2 next year, but we've not seen one single asset from the game, so it's going to be hard to make that assumptions coming out that soon. It's true. I just think everybody wants to know, of course, what's going to happen to Aerith, and that's the big question, and I just I just don't know. I can say I don't know. I don't think, I don't know that it follows the story or not. I don't know. 
you'll you'll never we won't know until you know that scene happens and that's going to be a lot of there's so much speculation with what they did with with remake and and what path they're going to go and who's going to live and who's going to die i mean like we talked about before with Zach, it's just like, wow, <laughs> what, what's, what's not going to be able to happen in these games? It's just weird. Like, I don't know. Do you mind if I get into a remake a little bit or I no, no, that's, that's fine. I, I haven't thought about it in a while. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I just wonder what they're going to do with Sephiroth too. Cause it's like, if you remember in the original game, it's like, did this thing. I don't know. There's a lot of, mo- you know, there's a lot of movies like in Jurassic park, right? You go through half the movie before you really see dangerous dinosaur like the t-rex you know you've been you've been anticipating this and you've seen signs of it mm-hmm. like around and you don't see him till like the middle and like the kind of separate sephiroth right you see up in the shinra tower like trail of blood or whatever mm-hmm. and then you you just see like evidence that he's been there you know and you're kind of it's just this foreboding like the entire game you just don't see him for a long time it's just but i feel like in remake this like they kind of that away you know what i mean it, he's already there you kind of have the sense for how he is already I, I just don't know if they can scale that back and 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 if he's going to be like the ultimate enemy again and then they're going to create somehow that sense of foreboding again or i just don't know how they're going to recreate that if that's if, that, if he's going to be the guy you know that's a that's a pretty cool opinion i've not really thought about it that way before if he's if he is in fact the ultimate bad guy because you're right i mean he's he's thrust out there very early and you know i think we talked about this before too he appears to be kind of leveled up you know he's not yes, yeah he's like <laughs> he's not he's low like ranking goon no <laughs> and as well as Aerith, they both appear to know kind of what's going on so that's there's some weird stuff going on there um yeah, I mean, it could be that we're, we're, there's something else that we've got to, you know, fight against some big fate monster or something. I don't know at the end. We'll just have to see. I'm going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Let's just keep on, keep on going there. But as, you know, if they do stuff as far as that goes, I think people will be okay as long as certain things are still in there. You know, if gold saucer's done really well, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, if, if all, I mean, honestly, I'd say that's probably the next big thing that people are, are really hoping is done right. But there's so much that they can do and really flesh out these games. And at this point, I still wonder if it's going to only be a trilogy. I, I don't know if it can be or not. I'm wondering if they're still going to even, if you're going to go to Junon and if you're going to do that thing with the marching, you know, where you have to march exactly <laughs> like the other soldiers. I wonder if they're going to do that. I hope so. But I mean, I, I did not do that mission very well, but it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of things that were kind of hard in that game, but you got to wonder if you, you know, or, you know, like the dolphin, you know, trying to get up there, oh, just yeah. those, those time things just right. There's a lot of little things that, May or may not be in there. You know, you've, you you talk about characters like Sid. I mean, how is he going to be presented? Is he going to be scaled back in his uh, <laughs> abusive relationship that he has with uh, Shiria? Was that her name? Um, um, I don't remember. I know what I, you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to be, you know, smoking a cigarette the whole time. And, and uh, there's there's a lot of things that are going to have to have to change. But it, there's a it, lot of... 
So say maybe they'll make Sid into um, a woman at a gas station again. <laughs> I I mean, I didn't really have any complaints about Cindy, but uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you know that that part was fine about fifteen. But yeah, Sid the old <laughs> it, they kind of had that same cranky demeanor. I don't know. Yeah, I guess they did. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have a bunch of, of bad side missions for you to go do around Rocket Town. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's a lot of a lot of questions going to happen, and and I, you know I I would I'd love to sit here and say yeah Tokyo Game Show's next week and we're going to see remake part two. I no no we're not going to see anything from it. I don't think. Yeah, probably, probably not. It seems like when it, it almost seems like in this sort of genre, whenever we're expecting or hoping to hear some news, it usually gets delayed for a while. So I don't know. Yeah, especially now. I mean, without having big shows and events to, you know, unveil things at, it just doesn't seem like. I mean, especially with all the 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 thunder of PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X, I don't anticipate that they would try to put their trailer out there against anything like that. Oh, without you putting out this news that you put out regularly, I think I'd be kind of lost because I don't really get to like read necessarily a lot of stuff, and I, I think I'd be pretty lost, so that does help. <laughs> That's my job is so people don't have to read things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's easier right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the reasons why I kind of started this a long time ago. I was like, I can't find any of this stuff. Well, okay, I'll just do it then. Okay. <laughs> That was a good idea. <laughs> We're Going on uh, next year will be five years, so it's hard to believe sometimes. Wow. Is that, the, is that as long as Final Fantasy XV's been out? <laughs> I think it came out... Uh, well, no. I was trying to think what came out around that time when I started doing this. No, fifteen came out after that. Um, Dragon Quest and all those fun things. I had, I had some pretty good games to cover there at the beginning. It was fun. I thought there was a Tales game that I'm trying to remember what was it that was out then. Uh, see, Berseria was like three years ago, give or take. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I have to, I'll have to go back and, and look at some of those. That might be kind oh. of painful to go back and look at the beginning ones. Well, I think that maybe Tales, maybe Zestiria was out. I don't know. I really didn't like that game. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, like it. Oh, I bet you're right. If Berseria was three years ago, I bet that was about then. When Zestaria came out, and yeah, because that game sucked. That's why you didn't it did. like I, it. it was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. I felt I was sitting there, and I wanted to be excited about it. And I remember turning to my wife, and I was like, you know what? I really, really don't like this. And I just stopped playing it. I think, yeah, I think even my wife had kind of a similar reaction. It was like, you don't like this game, do you? I was like, no. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I like any part. Of, like, um, Edna was a good character. She was kind of funny, and everybody else was just annoying and terrible. And just even the um, the atmosphere, something about the graphics of like, the background, it just seemed real depressing, like or something. Mm-hmm. It, it was kind of ugly. Yeah, that, yeah. Didn't, that didn't help any. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, obviously, I don't think it it helped it that they were you know spirits. They weren't, I guess, humans in your party, and there's only really two party members, and you. You know, you do the augments and join and stuff. It just, it didn't feel like a Tales experience, I don't think. It didn't, yeah. Um, I think I'm in Berseria. What's the one character? Is it, uh, it starts with an E, I can't, I lost it, but he, isn't he supposed to be related to 
something in Zestiria somehow, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we could spoil some things. And, oh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. because you know that's a prequel. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, those events directly affect uh, Zestaria. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 important. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only way I appreciated it was because when I got to the end of Burst Area, I appreciated a few things in Zestaria, but I still hated the game, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It didn't affect anything. I, I, and you know what's really funny is there's there's a dedicated group of people that really liked Zestaria, and I, I just I felt yeah. I felt so little things to redeem it. It wasn't wasn't worth my time. No, I mean, I'm thinking with uh, really like a rise. I don't think that's going to continue any sort of storyline, right? It's going to be its own kind of yeah. Thing. It is. It's it's its own legs. It's a fresh start. I mean, they're. Uh, I'm hoping that they keep a few things that we recognize as tales, but it could be very, very different by the time it, whenever it comes out. It's that's going to be a while. I remember you described, I think when you were reading something about the game, when there was more, when there was more information, you know, coming out, I thought you read something like one of somebody making the game, one of the developers might've said, if you see, actually, if you see something from far away, they wanted you to actually be able to go there or something. Is that what it is? Yeah. That was the idea was kind of like, you know, draw distance. Uh, and it was kind of like the old Grand Theft Auto adage of, if you see something off in the distance, you can actually go there and visit it. That's the idea in this one. Now that was a while ago before it got delayed a billion times. So maybe that's not <laughs> going to be true. We'll have to, well, see, cause tales has really never been about that. Yeah. So, I'll, you know, but obviously this one's very, very different and we'll, we'll see how, how different it is. That's another game that's just fallen off the planet. We've not seen anything from it in no. way too long. Um, I would like to hear something more about it, but it seems like it might, well, sometimes, you know, it ends up being very sudden as we know, right? Sometimes you're sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, you just have this news. That is true. And I, that's why I was kind of like, well, surely it's at least going to show up at Tokyo game show. And, you know, like I said the other day, it's there's, it's not on, on the listing of games to be shown. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be there at all. Uh, well, I mean, I, I would like it if they, uh, if it were, I mean, I know it's maybe people don't want it to be open world, but I would kind of like the idea in a tales game. I think if you could, you know, if you see something and you could go to it, I know most of them have been pretty confined in kind of sandboxes, you know, as you go through the field. Yeah. Um, and like, for example, I think Tales of Zillia really made that to the extreme. I don't know if you remember, but you just were really in these confined areas. And not only that, I think I liked that game actually, but I couldn't, I got tired eventually of the random items everywhere that you can oh, find. Man, like you see, a, a sh- you see like a shiny thing and you have to pick up all this stuff. I'm like, Oh my God. And I, I have to say, I actually never finished tales of Zillia too. Cause I got tired of that. I was like, you know what? I don't think I can take this anymore. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Like sometimes those things, if, if they're useful things, you don't mind it, but yeah, just, Ooh, a shiny. Let me go halfway across this map to go pick it up. Um, I, you know, I think Tales could be more open world. I don't see why that would be a problem because they've always been pseudo like that. Like you'd go to each little map section and it's fairly large. There's some exploration to happen. So they could take that idea and move it a little bit more open per se. But, uh, I mean, I liked Exilia 2. Exilia 1 was, was really, really good. 
Yeah, it was a really good story. I don't know why they chose to take it with uh, with the new character. I didn't care for him that much. Luger, he was... I, uh, I would have preferred a continuation of that storyline with those characters, not this whole new uh, person that I'm forced to play with with different fighting styles. I didn't care for that either. Everybody loves Amelia, at least, right? Oh, yeah. Amelia's a great character. Yeah. Um, that's, I assume that was going to be more of that, that story. You that's know, what I thought, too, yeah. Because they'd never done that before, you know? or uh, Only a handful of times as they had a part two. So why would you not just keep on going with those characters that everybody loved enough to want to have a sequel? Because they like doing things that we hate. Yeah, they're pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my fear now, uh, going back to Arise, is this is getting moved to PlayStation 5. Um, at this point in development, it's so far, we haven't heard anything about it. The new systems are coming out in two months. There may still be a PS4 version, but I think at this point they'd be smart to move it onto the new system. I mean, the only reason I I would just I would get it, of course, if things like that are just coming out on that system. But I usually no, no, I don't. I don't always get new systems on day one, especially if I have a huge backlog on right as I do now. I've so backlogged <laughs> so many games. It's like now I'm getting a new system, and then I have these other backlog games. I don't know. I mean, I guess if Final Fantasy 16 is coming out on it, or the Tales of Arise comes out around launch somehow or something like that, then I probably would get it then. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm not getting PS5 at launch. I can't I can't afford it, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't think... I think that's why Arise will shift systems is it's not coming out for a while. So that's probably when I'm going to look at it. The, the next... I mean, we've talked about before, my, my love for Ratchet and Clank knows no bounds. So that's... That's oh, a yeah. that's a system seller for me, and then they just announced uh, God of War two or Ragnarok coming out for it next year. That's when I buy a PS five is for for those type of games. You know, it with new systems, it's usually a while before a good JRPG comes out. It is. I mean, obviously, if like Persona six comes out on it or something, then of course you have to have it. <laughs> oh yeah, and it will. I mean, there's no doubt that it will, but you're you're talking years from now. I mean, you got yeah. five and six year life cycles for a system, and these games take three to four solid years of development to make. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe they'll just be a surprise or something. I don't know. I mean, sometimes we get those, so maybe there'll be something just good that we don't know about. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while we do this, Jordan, we'll take a, we'll take a brief time out here. We'll come back on the other side, and we will talk about some Legend of Heroes. That sound good? That sounds awesome. All right, man. All right, guys. As always, thank you to Anchor for giving us this means to push the podcast out to each one of your ears. And we're back here with uh, Jordan. Are you still with me, buddy? Still here. Okay, you didn't run away during the break. Oh, that's. I don't know if that was a smart move or not, so we're going to keep you and talk about some Trail Legend of Heroes for a while. I do like Legend of Heroes, so that sounds pretty good. <laughs> now, is this true that you hadn't you hadn't played any of the games until uh, we kind of talked about it? I mean, well, I had played Sky, actually, last the Sky games I played last year. Okay. Before, so I had gone through those, but I, I, I hadn't heard about it before, which was weird. I just... I have that... Uh, station tv or whatever that it has like the guts of a esvita kind of you know thing right but i originally i got that thing for persona 4 golden so that i could play it 
um, on my TV. And then I realized, hey, there's this cool PlayStation store on there, and it's different than the other one. They have PSP games, and they got Vita games, and I saw Trails in the Sky on there, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. And then I just decided to look up some reviews, and people seemed to... It was great, so I, I got it, and I got the second chapter, and just kind of all went from there. Yeah, then you, you know, I got in with Cold Steel and hadn't played Trails in the Sky until we kind of started talking about it. And, you know, I always knew that it was a series that I, I should go back and play, and you obviously you would have loved to play them in order. Sky, then Crossbell, then Cold Steel. But, you know, there's not a perfect world, and I think, I think, Trails this guy came out in 2004. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'd never even heard of it. Like I said, I heard of cold steel one when it first came out and that was the very first time I'd heard of this legend of heroes series. Um, what? So we've both played Trails in the Sky first and second chapter. You now you played the third and I've played not. The third, yeah. Yep. And I know you really want me to play it. <laughs> I, do. I think it is. It's in, I say it's in, there's some lore in there that that will give you a greater appreciation for some things, and then especially whenever you, whenever the Crossbell games come out, like whenever you decide to play those, however you decide to play them, there's some things referenced from that game, and it, and that makes sense. I mean, they they put them out there for a reason. You've told me I need to play them. A lot of people online say if, if you. If you can play it, if you skip it, it's not the end of the world. Whereas it's not, my understanding is the third one is kind of like a, something about doors and going back yeah. and, and doing stuff. It's not a, not a full sequel. Would you say? I wouldn't, you know, I had seen people say that before um, I played it, but I kind of disagree. I think it's more than that. I mean, okay. I think it is really closer to a, a, a sequel and there's some things that are explained that, you don't know the explanation of unless you play that play that game. So I think there's also some things you see happen to some characters in ISC, especially that you're like, oh, geez, I didn't know that was going to happen, or I'm glad I saw that. So interesting. I, you know, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that you know Estelle and Joshua are are not the main characters. It is about Father Kevin, correct? It is, yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of the central character in that in that game. But Estelle and Joshua are in the third. I mean, but he, they're just not the central characters exactly. Okay. Whereas the first two games, I mean, they center around those two characters and their relationship. And, right. Uh, I think that's. I mean, I, I I made the comment the other day when we were texting back and forth that Estelle is my new favorite character in the entire series, and you you uh, you sort of agreed, but then you said that maybe some of these newer ones in Crossville have have gained your heart a little bit more yeah i just love that i didn't i i love this team of team of four that you play with in zero especially trails from zero and i just i started even kind of loving them more than estelle and that's hard to say because estelle is actually this isn't really a spoiler exactly but estelle <laughs> and joshua they are in, they are in the crossbell games but oh, okay very cool yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I really like these four characters. And maybe it's because you start with them kind of in the beginning and you're just kind of with them all okay. the whole time. I don't, I, I don't know, but I just really like them a lot and their interactions. So unlike both Cold Steel and a, a lot of Sky, you don't have a party to choose from. It is just the four main characters? 
Um, most of the time it is. You can get some support characters from time to time, but it's not the same as in Cold Steel where you could just you know <laughs> switch out during a battle. You know, like you'd have to switch them for roles ahead of time if you wanted to do okay. that. Well, like Sky, I mean, once you commit to that team, unless you go back to town, you can't switch them out. I mean, I would, you just have to exit the battle. You don't have to go back to town to switch them out in okay. hospital games, but... Gotcha. Yeah. I figured they would have advanced, yeah, some, some, a little bit from the, because you, you, I definitely saw an evolution from Sky One to Sky Two, and then you see a little bit more in Crossbell, and then by the time you get to Cold Steel, it's a, it's almost a different game. Yeah, it is kind of different, and I, I wanted to comment on you. You said something about the chronology of the games. I think, um, actually, I've seen an argument that says that it's a better to play. I trilogy, then Cold Steel one and two, and then the Crossbell games in three and four. Interesting, um, and that's because actually now I'm kind of seeing this now. Actually, the Crossbell games spoil actually a lot more of Cold Steel than the Cold Steel games spoil of Crossbell games. Wow, I know. Well, I know those events go on at the same time. Um, they do Steel. reference I mean, even even though Cold Steel wasn't made yet, I guess. I mean, but no. They do it, re- <laughs> There's there's a certain event, giant event that goes on uh, in yeah. Cold Steel Two. That's obviously one of the main parts in the Crossbell games. So that's that's really interesting the way they did that. I mean, um, I haven't gotten to that giant part, but it looks like it's coming because I could see it. They have that the image of that in the intro actually of Azure now. Like, oh, so really? That's where I am right now. I just started those two Azure. I'm like just a probably like five hours into it or something. I saw that that image there already. So, you know, because I had played cold steel, you know, I wouldn't have known what that was if I hadn't, but because I played those games, I was like, Oh man. So that they are going to explain this. I'm going to get to see why this from this side, you know, from from different perspective. That's really cool. And I think we're doing an awesome job of not spoiling anything for people. Uh, (laughs) That's not easy to do. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's, you know, obviously I, you know, I was speaking chronology of, of how they were released, but I guess if you have the option to go back and play them now, now it's we've talked about before. Steam has all the Sky Trilogy, so you can pick those up. If you want to play on Vita, you only get the first two games, which is why I went to Steam in the first place in order to play all three, even though I'm not playing all three. Now, if you want to play Crossbell, this is where you come in. Here's your expertise, Jordan. Because <laughs> this is not it's not simple, is it? No, it wasn't. I mean, I got it going. I felt like it was worth it, but it was a lot. I'm not the most um, tech-savvy person with those kinds of things, so I really had to do a lot of research. And, you know, I'm sure as you've heard, at least, you know, on this podcast, Geo, Geofront, you know, put out really, really, really good translation of to zero. Mm-hmm. And, but, and, and they actually help quite a bit. Like, they give you, if you go to the, if you just, you know, Google search you know, Geofront trails to zero, you go to the website there. They really do walk you through how to do it. Okay. Um, which entails you buying the game from, you actually are buying the game still. You're buying it from Japanese, the Japanese website. Um, and then give you instructions about how to um, basically install their patch over it. And they give you instructions. If you don't understand, you know, reading Japanese, then you translate it and everything. Um, but it, it, it just took a bunch of work, I think. And I also, I'm play, I played it using Steam, so I did like a Steam overlay so that I could use my S4 controller with the game. And oh, okay. 
and I hooked it up HDMI to my TV. So, I mean, I just was playing it, it, and I turned the, I, I like to play on consoles. So I even put the computer somewhere else. So I couldn't really see it. So it just felt <laughs> like I was sitting there. <laughs> it felt like I was sitting there playing just the, you know, an RPG on console, which was pretty awesome. I really liked that a lot, but. Oh, cool. Did it, it, it took it a bit it, of menace set up? Yeah. I'd say so. Did it stretch it out? Putting it on the television? Was it made to be played on a computer? It looked no. It looked really good on the TV. Okay. The one thing I'll say is, and a lot of people have issues with the frame rate. Like it really it was pretty frustrating at first. Like I had to really experiment with settings for that. It was really, really lagging to the point first where it was just playable. And I actually bought a new cheap PC just to play this game. Actually, because right, I didn't right. have one anymore. Um. So. It, but it was almost unplayable at that point. So I experimented with some things. I There's like a thing called V-Sync on there I turned on. And then mm-hmm. it turned the frame rate actually back to 30, I think. And then it fixed it. It was like normal. And there's a turbo mode installed too. So you can have that on and it makes it feel pretty great. So once I got that set up, it was smooth from there. Okay. So you basically just had to do some little tinkering with it. Probably a lot more than the average, obviously more than the average console players used to do. Oh yeah. And even more than, you know, a steam player used to do. Cause that's been, I mean, even that was a bit of a learning curve for me playing games on steam. It's, there's a lot of settings you've got to get just right. Um, it took me a while to get, uh, trails in the sky to look, <laughs> look like a good game. <laughs> it didn't look so hot when I first tried it out, but, um, well, that's cool. That's, and like I said, um, Geofront, they've done uh, Zero, and they are working on AL right now, right? Yeah, and I did want to say one more thing about the sure. Zero. Um, they didn't, I think because of some copyright reasons, they did not put the voices in the game, though. So I ended up, I, can't, I, I don't want to get in like, trouble, so I'm not going to say how I got the voices, but I got, <laughs> I got the, the voice files and i installed them you can figure out how to do that if you search but i mean i installed them and it worked perfectly i was able to hear all the voices in the game which i do highly recommend if you can because i played it partially without not mm. used to it like it was fine but then when i got the voices in there i was like wow this is pretty great yeah uh, uh, it did add something to it so i do recommend that if you can figure that out i'm, I'm assuming that's the japanese voices it's the japanese voices okay. yeah i, I yeah. don't think there's a dub for those no um Near the emo, even the emotions, and I did. I mean, I do understand some Japanese so that did help, but I mean, if you don't, okay. it doesn't matter. Just being able to hear the tones and the emotions and the different expressions, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is weird going back and you know playing Sky, which has you know a handful of voices for like the S crafts and you know some of the some of the crafts that you get a few words in there, but by and large, there's especially after playing with Cold Steel and all the voiceover in it. Um, it's it's hard to go back to these non-voiced games. A little different. It, feel, it has a weird feeling sometimes when it happens, yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of, you know, it. I felt like I was kind of a teenager or, you know, in my early 20s again playing those games and uh, really enjoying it because that obviously that's when that game came out and it was a, a product of its time. So what were some of the differences from Sky to Crossbell in terms of, of uh, the improvements to the game, would you say? Um, well, they did have the option. So it's not like quite like Cold Steel. You know how you could kind of tell, quick quick travel a lot of different places? Yeah. Um, and an in-between of that, like so now as opposed to not really being able to do that at all, in, I, you can, in Crossbell City, you can 
travel. It's quick. They have quick travel to all parts of the city, but you okay. still can't quite quick travel everywhere. But I mean, you can go to, um, you can, they have a quick travel option. Um, they added, um, something called combo crafts, um, oh. where, yeah, where, and I don't know why they didn't keep these actually, cause they're pretty cool, but you can actually team up. You learn, you learn them as you go through the game. You don't get it right away, but mm-hmm. you're able to team up with another character. I kind of a la Chrono Trigger almost to do a cool, um, kind of team. It's not three people, I guess, but it's a cool team, <laughs> cool, cool, a cool team attack, you know, that looks really cool. And you both have to spend a hundred CP on it. You both have to have a hundred CP to use it. Oh, okay. So it's not um, like a uh, second chapter where you had those combo crafts that were going on with two people. I actually never used those. I didn't, I didn't like them, but, um, so yeah, this was something that was more of an S craft than if I used a hundred CP. Yeah, so it was more. It definitely was more of an. It, it's pretty much an S craft combined with two people. Like I would say, some of them have done just as much damage too as like a two hundred CP S craft. Interesting. Yeah, so so that so I think that was really cool. I enjoyed using those quite a bit when I got used to them, and it does take some time to learn them for every combination of characters. Like sometimes you have to find an item somewhere, you know, to learn it or. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily automatic, or sometimes you you know like kind of a la steel they have the bonding events you know you maybe have to do a certain bonding event with a certain character to get it yes okay that, that sounds um, like an excellent addition and at, having traversed crossbell in cold steel 3 that's a giant city so some fast travel would be very helpful <laughs> it's it, I'm, I'm looking forward and i haven't played three so i'm really looking forward to seeing what it looks like then now that i'm seeing it now i bet it, i'm just it's something i'm pretty excited about that was the only part I I regretted because I could tell what they were doing, like in like flashbacks and like um, certain characters. I mean, Yuna is from Crossbell, so they kind of used her as the guide, and you could tell like if you had played those games first, it would have had a completely different feel to it. Yeah. So I, I I like I think you're going to get a ton more out of it than I did. Um, it's given me a lot of um, other perspective. Like all I heard is the Erebonian side before, and like well, and I knew they were going to annex, kind of annex Crossbell or whatever. And uh-huh. I just uh, all I knew was that perspective. But now I can see from the Crossbell citizens' point of view, I'm like, oh, this is kind of a lot more gray areas than I, than oh, I yeah. thought. And just like some of the um, political stuff going on in Crossbell, you really get to understand that, and some stuff with like the mafia and everything. And it's just. Hmm. Pretty, pretty interesting. It gives you a lot of different, it's a different perspective if you played even some of Cold Steel. That's really cool. Yeah, it's 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 really cool thing about how you've got all these games that are kind of tying in to each other in this overarching narrative. And you know, especially with Cold Steel Four, you're going to have characters from all the games show up. So if if you, I would highly recommend anybody to. Go back and play these games. Um, they you can catch them on sale on Steam. You don't need a very powerful PC to play these. My my laptop is, gosh, it's probably like seven years old and it plays them no problem. And yeah, the <laughs> the the crossbow ones are a little bit more work. And Geofront is almost done with part two, so maybe they don't have to go through as much trouble as you've had to in order to play AO. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I see that. So they are on, if you go to the Geofront website, it looks like they're on their second editing pass and they finished the first editing pass. And um, 
allowed, they had, I think I missed it, but they had a chance for you to submit your treasure chest submissions. I think I might have, yes. might have seen that. But I was going to bring I, that I up. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. So in the, in zero, I don't, I don't know if they did the same thing before, but the treasure messages are just, the chest messages are just out of this world. It's just hilarious. <laughs> like I just can't even believe it. So I just, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, People ended up contributing for this one. I guess I'm not, that's one thing I'm not getting to experience in the version I'm playing now is like, there are some messages, but I'm sure they're not going to be as off the wall as some of those from the Geofront version. Absolutely. That's, you know, I didn't know what I was missing because that's the one thing I wish was in Cold Steel. But having played all these, I'm like, well, what else could they possibly say? every treasure chest says something different. (laughs) (laughs) And so you've got three skies, you've got two cross spells. What more could they possibly have said in cold steel? I'm sure they were just like, guys, we we've said it all. We can't go any further. Maybe, maybe it's just getting too hard to think of it. I mean, you, I don't know if you, did you remember from um, Sky and in the Cold Steel games, Anton and Ricky, did you ever follow their? Yeah, I, I picked up on those two. I was like, oh, I know these guys. Uh, they're, they're just a sobbing as, person. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, they, I, I think I ran into them the first time and I didn't pay attention. And then the second time I was like, oh, wait, those guys. <laughs> um but they have a treasure chest, you know, they even reference in something about that. I'm not going to spoil what it says because it, it, that'll, <laughs> it, it's, it's great. Yeah. I, I got to the point where I was kind of only doing the major treasure chest to look in there and what they said, just because there's so much. I mean, they, they, they spent probably a year writing things to, to put treasure chest messages in alone. I can't believe how much writing, like if you haven't played these games, I mean, the kind of writing that comes, goes into these games, it's just, Easy. I mean, they, I think it's just the world building aspect of the entire series, like the entire arc. If you really get to go back and play these games, it makes it worth it because they, they really build, you know, all the NPCs have a story and you start getting attached to them too. And you want to see what happens to them and all these little stories. And, and then they say something different. Like every time any small event happens, they say something that's reacting to whatever the event is. So it's just world building with all these characters and the writing behind that is probably just insane. I, I can't imagine how long it would have taken to do one of these games. They're they're so rich, and that's the best thing. Like the side quests bring you into those side characters' worlds, NPCs, and yeah, you start caring about these. Especially, I mean, just in Sky, I mean, you go back every town you visit again in the second one, and you really build upon those relationships. And I <laughs> I almost blurred this out, but I didn't. There's you, you will definitely run into, I guess, a couple, but one character in particular will show back up in Cold Steel 3. And I didn't know who she was. And it's like, <laughs> oh, having played Sky now, I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. I never put two and two together. So you, if you haven't played Cold Steel, go back and play these first. You'll get more out of it. Um, I wish I could have done that to begin with, but I didn't. And... We're getting closer and closer. Now, you've got to get on the ball, dude. You still got Cold oh, Steel man. 3. <laughs> and, and kind of a, it was a, That's upsetting to me, honestly. I'm not going to make that. I think I'm just not going to make that cutoff. <laughs> You're going to be lucky if you get done with AO in time uh, to then go to 3, and then you'll be in Cold Steel 4 by, like, January or something. 
I'm not going to watch any videos or anything. That's for sure. I'm going to avoid all of it. Um, <laughs> you got to avoid the podcast for a while. Too. <laughs> you just got to do your job and not spoil anything. <laughs> I, I try very hard to, it's, man, there's, there's never been a series that's harder to do with than this. It is. There's so many giant things going on. Just to talk about little things is hard sometimes. I I know I'm I'm trying. I mean, I had so much more time during the summer. I ended up it was I was trying to appreciate it because it's the most I've, I think I've ever gone a long time gotten to play RPGs so much. Like I was grinding through five, six, seven, eight hours, you know, a day, and I was just <laughs> flying through Cold Steel and Cold Steel Two. I'm like, this is great. I'm gonna finish all these games, and then you know, work started up a lot more again, and I just slowed down to a slow trickle. Now I'm down to like one, two hours, you know the most a uh, day. So it's going to, it's going to be a little tough. <laughs> it is, but that's life. I mean, that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. Those, those eight, nine hours. I mean, that's the stuff of like middle school summers, you know, stuff of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stuff of unemployment. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I recall a few, uh, a few months of that. <laughs> I got, I got all kinds of gaming time. I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Once reality sets back in, you get a, the family, you get a job. There's, there's an hour or two. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> you get that, that maybe Sunday you can play for a longer, or a Saturday, or whatever. But yeah, every um, once in a while, that pops yeah. up. Do you, do you like I just felt I probably should have waited maybe for GeoFriend, but I just felt like I couldn't wait. I'm just so in, I'm engrossed in these games. I'm just going to play them all in a row. I feel I don't feel burned out. I feel like I'm just continually interested. You know what's going to happen, and then I will warn you if you want to get Azure before it actually comes out from GeoFriend. It's just it is some work, and now I'm really having a great time, but it's just. It's more work. Like you have to really do some searching. I can't tell you, at least I don't think I'm allowed to tell you where <laughs> I got it. And I got it, you know, you can get things that have all the voices and then there is kind of like a lag in some of the games. So I had to install this other program cheat engine to make it speed up the game. So now it runs at normal speed and it works great, but it's just, you have to kind of, you know, you have to do some research to figure this stuff out. And I think there's people who are like, well, I know all about this stuff. It's easy for me, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me. It, it doesn't sound easy. Like the the GeoFront one doesn't sound easy. And, no. I, you know, I'm a guy who works on a computer all day long, but I don't know, like, I'm kind of like yourself, I guess. I don't know, like, the technicals, technical stuff. And it sounds like you had a lot to learn to, to play these games. And But I think you made the right move because while GeoFront is pretty far along, there's really no idea when it's going to be coming out. Yeah, I didn't know. It was just unknown. So I feel like I got to play this game and I... I will tell you, I spent, I think it was Friday night. I spent, I think it took me two and a half or three hours to set up this game, like to get everything. Holy cow. And I I was up late too. Like I was really tired from the whole week and I was up real late. By the time I got it all installed and I did get it installed with the steam overlay. So I'm playing with my PS4 controller button layouts kind of weird. I had to get used to that, but it's fine. Actually, it's more like a Japanese style layout, I think, which is, which is fine. That's interesting. it, it is really good. The music is just awesome. Like I love, you know, I think the music in all these games is good, but the music is just awesome. I really like it a lot. I'm still hoping that since Falcom put those games on PS4 in Japan, that we do get a port of it, an official port. They kind of said that's what they wanted to do. 
And for people like myself, that would be the easiest way <laughs> to accomplish this. Um, but they've not really said anything about it coming west. And it may not be. <laughs> I don't know. Of course, they'd have to be translated. And we know how NES America likes to drag their feet on translation. So You should just pay Geofront to get there. I mean, the translation's great. I mean, it's just a great, they did a great job. I can't believe how great a job they did. It's incredible. I, You know, I think I even got into a message board about that one time. And there was all these things like that they, they just wouldn't. Like... Falcom won't do that. I'm like, well, why not? It's done. It's great. They did it quality. It's not like some lame, like kind of amateur job. I think that to me, they did a professional job with that game. I don't, I mean, I can't say enough about how good a job they did. I mean, it just, it's great. And that's not, I mean, that's not just your opinion. That is pretty universal. The acclaim for Geofront and their work. And that's why they were allowed to do the second one as well. And yeah, it's not like NAS America has done the the greatest job of all time. Why then we need to do that again? I guess the voiceovers would need to be done, and but just take that translation and do the voiceover and cut it in half. Right? That seems like the smart thing to do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. I mean, something that scares me about Geofront, the second game though, the Trails to Azure, is that. Um, the accessibility of the actual original game, like for zero, you can buy the original Japanese game totally legitimately on Japanese site, but apparently you can't, or Azure, like they said on the Geofront site, it's only available on Joyo land, this site, it's like a Chinese site, and apparently there's some things in it, like right now, that if you try to install it, it'll like mess up your computer until they get it sorted out, so they said you can buy it now, but do not install it till we get the patch it out so oh. it just kind of that kind of scared me about it a little bit that sounds extremely scary uh <laughs> yeah anytime you're dealing with downloading things from chinese websites that's that's going to be risky to say the least yeah so i just wasn't that's it was also sort of another uncertainty i mean they said they're working on getting that figured out so it's accessible and they can you can just follow steps to do it but still i was like i think i'm just going to try to play this now <laughs> yeah that seems like the right move not that what I did wasn't risky either, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> there's always risk involved. That's just the way yeah. way these things go. So I think we've done a pretty good job of selling this one. If if people aren't sold on Legend of Heroes by now, I don't know what else we could say, to be quite frank. I don't know. I mean you just it, it's like if you ever read like a long series of books that you just have to see like you know go to the next book it's kind of like that you're just in this you're in this other world and you're really really in it like i think compared to other rpgs it really put you in it you get really invested and i think that's one of its strengths i i don't think it's like any other series though because you know with final fantasies dragon quest personas they have certain elements that are same but we're talking about one continuous connected story with right, these over like games. Nine, games nine games yeah i mean mm. why nothing else is like that like you're lucky if you get a sequel <laughs> that has the same characters in it you know like we talked about with azilia earlier but this is such a big giant game and we know it continues on past cold steel with hajimari and we know there's another game coming past that with new characters so when you you're you're kind of signing up for a big big experience but it's something that is just 
unheard of in games. It's it's like you said, it's much more like a movie or a book series than than a gaming series. I think so too. And the payoffs are unbelievable. Like when you get immersed in it and you've stuck with it. And I mean the payoffs when things certain things happen in the games, it just feels it's more incredible than other other games, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean the the amount, you know, I I, I talked about like a, a a snowball rolling down a hill and gaining into a giant, you know, more and more just with cold steel. Like you, you, you fall in love with these characters in one, they grow up into three, everything goes crazy. And then we still got four to look forward to. It's you, there's nothing else like that in gaming there. You know, there are some series, like if you want to take like God of War, you know, Kratos and watching that character grow up or uncharted with Nathan Drake. I mean, you do see that in some game series, but in terms of JRPGs, this is very, very unique, and nobody else is even trying to do anything like this. So what are you doing if you're not playing these games? <laughs> I I mean, I guess I could respect you if you'd played if you tried it and didn't like it, but what they are doing is kind of the pinnacle of what old JRPGs used to be combined with cutting, you know, really good graphics and gameplay nowadays. It's it's kind of the things that got me into the series in the first place, and it hasn't changed. We, you know, we talked about Final Fantasy sixteen and how much it's changed. That we don't like those changes. They they have kept a lot and they made them better, and it keeps getting better with every game that comes out. I could tell because I, I I don't know if I mentioned I did start. So before I got it in my mind that I needed to play the crossbow games, like now I did start a half hour after Cold Steel two. I immediately started. Like a half hour Cold Steel three, and I could see how awesome it was already going to be, and even some of the smoothness of the combat. But I was like, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm really missing out here. I feel like I got to go back and I got to try to play these games. I said, I, like, I know this could be annoying to try to install them or whatever, but I'm I'm just going to do it. So I'm on pause with that right now, but I can't <laughs> wait to get back there again. Yeah, that, that was such a leap from two to three, and graphics in the interface, everything was just was faster and cleaner and better. And I I do really think you made the right call though, because that is Cold Steel three is Crossbell. Like and the characters you 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 are doing yourself a favor by knowing those people better than than I did. That's like, hey those guys look pretty cool. <laughs> Stuff's going on, but I don't <laughs> I don't really have an an emotional attachment to them. I think that's why I remember of course you remember the Virtus Mont or whatever in Cold Steel 2 like that's why I feel like now it means more to me because I it didn't when I played it but I mean now yeah. I, I can kind of get what what was going on even more now absolutely and I mean that's one reason why I wanted to play Sky so much because as soon as I saw Estelle <laughs> show up in the trailers for 4 I'm like oh this is definitely something I need I need to know this Bright family and you know why Cassius is in such high regard um can't wait to to finally bash some heads with him, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good times for sure. It is good times. I mean, it's always uh, there's always, of course. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Of course, there's still fishing in the Crossbell games. Okay, good. Uh, um, um, it's the same system, kind of a sky where you just tap the button, you know, and you hear the little sound. Yeah, I just once, you know. I still couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know why I could, you know, fishing was super simple in cold steel. I, I never caught a single thing in sky. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe my volume was down too low. Hey, you but... have to listen really close. Like my wife was in the room a couple times when I was fishing and then, then like she'd be talking and then I'd be like, wait, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> and I'd have to get, I'd have to get like real close to the, 
to be and then i'd hear it and then you know get the fish or whatever and she she respects i mean she likes she doesn't play fishing in this game but she plays like stardew valley with the fishing so she likes that kind of stuff but okay um i like this system though i don't know if you agree but i like the system still if you can catch the fish i like the sky system better than old steel though because i don't like freaking out having to tap the button as fast as possible get the fish it makes me feel real tense and, oh yeah, and, and yeah. switching buttons that you have to press and know which one is going to be. Yeah, it's it's a oh workout for sure. It is like I and even to get the right speed, some a couple of times I actually have to place my controller on the floor and then tap it real hard with my index finger. Like yes. you know that, that helps. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Once I, I stop with the thumb completely. It's it's <laughs> put it put it down on my lap and you know tap yeah. it with with your pointer finger definitely. <laughs> It's just brutal. And then I think I had L2 in that game by accident set to the turbo in Cold Steel. So then sometimes I had it set that way. It would turn on the turbo while I was fishing. And then, of course, the fish would get away because I couldn't tap that task. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I had that. So every time I wanted to catch something difficult, I actually had to change the button settings and change turbo. Like, so it wasn't L2. And then I would do that thing where I put it on the floor and try to tap it fast. Oh man, I'm gonna. If it isn't already, I'm gonna have to make Turbo R2 just because I got so used to it in Sky, and I actually used it in the Sky series. I never used it in Cold Steel. I don't know why. Oh, you didn't? I, I liked using it. Uh, I, I I just it wasn't something I wanted to do. But yeah, like I think I will now. <laughs> I I know how to do that properly. So it still it and still you- took me 85 hours to beat second chapter. So it didn't speed up too much. I'm not surprised. That one is longer, obviously, than the first part. I mean, in the Turbo, you definitely won't want to use Turbo if you play these crossbow games. Even with Geofront, you, want to, you will want to use the Turbo. Mm. It, it has its uses, definitely. Sometimes when you just want to walk somewhere faster, I will say I did get, still got tired of the walking in crossbow. Like in, and same in Sky, where I got tired of the walking to the same yeah. place, except in, especially in SC, when they're like, go test out this pair of shoes. Um, go run run to these three towns like really far like i was like thinking like i love the game i was like i don't want to do that right now and so much walking so much walking when you have to go do the um when uh that certain event happens you have to go and revisit every town in the loop Uh, oh my god i was like you no you're not going to make me do this right oh yeah yeah (laughs) we we get to go the entire uh entire country and I mean that that was one full night of of playing and just running, running. Try to avoid the monsters that were so far underneath your level. You didn't need to fight them anyway. So that yeah, was, you just don't even want to. You don't even want to bother at that point with the battles. That just you just don't want to even bother. Oh no! I mean, if I didn't have Eagle Island Haze equipped, so I would see them and be able to avoid them. I, I didn't want to do it. I forget and I can't remember now in Sky they didn't have the thing though where you could did they where you could hit the old um lower level enemies from behind and then hit them again and they would turn to the Sepith. I don't think they had that yet, did they? I don't recall that, no. Um They do have that in the crossbow game, so it is okay. kinda cool. Like you can get some Sepith really quick, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something good. I'm a big fan of instant kills if it's so under leveled. Uh, that just makes sense to me. Yeah, sometimes you're kind of in the flow of whatever you're trying to do, and you're like, okay, I don't want to stop to do this battle right now. It's just not important. No. It, it, well, if you're gaining two experience and it takes a thousand to gain a level, that's really no doing, that's not doing anybody any good. Yeah, it's kind of ends up being a waste of time. Or I hate that when you are trying to avoid them and then you just somehow mess up and like run into them by accident. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> or they somehow cut off your third party member 
and now they get oh, a preempt yeah. on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so annoying. That's the only part because I loved being able to see all the party members, right? Because you don't get that in Cold Steel. But mm-hmm. it does have that drawback of if you're, especially if you're trying to run past them, they can always clip you at the very end. You're in zero. You're a chain of four. So imagine that. Yeah. That's, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you're in Sky. I mean, you've got all four of them on there. So oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just, just rain or whoever you want running around in, in Cold Steel. I do. I do kind of miss that, um, but what are you going to do? Nothing. I'll, they're not changing that for part four, I'm sure. You know, but I don't mean to complain. It's just like I'm nitpicking here. I mean, it still like doesn't take really take away from the game. It's still just fantastic. But I just just you know, I think that's something we run across in a lot of RPGs. Those those types of nitpicks. Oh yeah, there's no there's no such thing as perfect. You have to have something yeah. to nitpick about. Yeah. <laughs> all right jordan anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap this thing up just get out there and play the legend of heroes games you need to do it as soon as possible absolutely yeah and and try to do it in order if possible but if not then completely understand it that's i mean there's there's plenty of people that they've only got a console you know they don't have a computer they don't have the money to go out and buy a cheap one and that's that's the reality of the situation. So hopefully Falcom eventually brings these things over like they said they were going to. But we'll just have to wait and see on that. But you're you're not gonna be caught off guard this time, Jordan. You need to watch <laughs> 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 you uh watch you close it out for us, all right, buddy. All right, everybody, don't forget to get back out there and level up. <laughs>